know. So, you know, that's just an analogy for people and their bodies. You got the, the air compressor thing. You think that's, that's the medication. You think, oh, I'm good. I'm rolling. We back on the road again. <laughs> we back on the road again. I'm going to go pick up my friends. We good. You know? Hey, you're listening to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we believe that in order for young adults who are looking for a better quality life and to live with purpose, you have to pour into your own cup first. Just because you may have missed out on certain things growing up or you didn't have the best start, that does not mean your entire life has to go that way. And in living a quality cup life, we talk about it through a nine-step framework broken up into three pillars, mind, body, and money. So thank you for joining us and let's get into the show. Hey y'all, we are back. Welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. I have a guest today. I'm Regina. This is my mother. Mother's on the podcast today. Hello, mother. Hi, Hi. Marnie. Can you say hello to the people? Hello, everyone in podcast land. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my mother. Um, She, I brought her on here today because my wonderful mother, she, well, one of, before I start getting into all that, in my experience of what 26 years she is probably the most consistent person that I know especially as far as um health is concerned um she been she used to take us to the park and just walk around while we play and run around or whatever um and then that and then also working with kids consistently some of y'all got kids uh and I got a uh Oh Lord, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Uh, uh, but yeah, so she's been she's been in like childcare since before I was born. Before you were born. Yeah, so it, you have a very uh, consistent track record of different things, and you, it well mixture of like you and like my dad and like my grandma and stuff have introduced like a lot of. Um, healthy eating type of things and like physical activity and and things like that and so it's very like I said a lot of consistency and I think that's very important that's one of the things a lot of people are are uh, missing uh people my age and then I think also people older around your age and stuff um and so so I just wanted to say that that I really admire that about you and I really appreciate that mother and um uh, I can I can honestly say a lot no shade but a lot of people <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> my mother has consistently been relatively around the same uh, weight and size and she's a little hard on herself but she 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 has been I've never seen you overweight or struggling to uh, breathe or walk or anything like that <laughs> but uh, everybody isn't like that so. So, yeah. Give or take maybe 10, 15 pounds. Yeah, but that's nothing compared to 20, 40, 50. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, be fluctuating that much. No, Um, I try not to. So, yeah. And so I brought her on because, one, I know some of uh, y'all have kids. I don't, but some people have kids. And so she recently became a youth fitness specialist, right, Mom? Yes. So can you tell us why you decided to be a... A youth fit, fitness specialist. Sure. Um, 
just like Imani said, I've been in fitness, I've been working out, been pretty active. Oh God, I think before I even had your sister, Diera, I think it started um, when I was in college. I used to walk to work and I found it to be very pleasant. Well, I didn't have a choice because I didn't have transportation. <laughs> so that started it. You said college, right? College. Oh yeah, broke broke days. You yeah, no I didn't have a car. Yeah, so, you know, I was trying to make some money while I was in college. So I used to walk to work and uh, it started there. And um, then after college and I married your dad, um, when he went overseas, I continued to walk. Um, I lived in Fort Jackson, so I continued the walking. Um, I would go to Perez gym and work out there, fast forward had Diera. Um, after I had Diera, we were still in housing, so I would have her in the stroller and we'd be walking through the neighborhood. And um, fast forward, went to Germany. I had you. And I always found, no matter wherever we lived, I always found some place where I could walk and it was a play area where y'all could run around and play as well. So um, working out has always been a part of my life, I like to say, and up until this point, too. Um, I work with children. Oh, my God, dear, is 29. So I've been working with children ever since she was six months old. When she was six months old, that's when I got into child care. I wanted to be home with her. And so to make some extra money, I... Um, you like, let me watch some other people turn, too. Yeah, yeah, let me make some money, too. So um, actually was a provider um, that told me that, you know, I should, if I want to stay home with Diera, I could stay home and make some money. So I took the class on Fort Jackson, and it started from there. And I've, gosh, I've been working in child care, like I said, for about 26 years from in-home daycare, I think seven times. I was a director at several child care centers, and now I work at a school with more children. So why not put those two together? You know, um, love being outside with the kids. Even now when we're outside, you know, I'm sitting among the kids mm -hmm. and I'm watching them and it just brings me joy. I mean, it's like I'm in my happy place, you know, when I'm around the kids and I see them running and playing and just having fun. And it, they're ex exercising and they don't even know it. They're having mm -hmm. fun and, and that's the thing. So get fit with Gina and me becoming a certified youth fitness specialist. Um, I wanted to help those children who are struggling with their weight or they're having some health issues that kind of keeps them from having fun and enjoying life. And um, that has always been a thing with me um, with trying to help those kids who, like I said, struggle and um, help, help, I'm sorry, who struggle with their weight and have some health issues. Um, we do know about, you know, the high blood pressure and diabetes and that so many kids are being diagnosed early. Um, I have a few friends who have children that have um, some of those conditions. And it is a struggle for the parent. It's a struggle for the children too. So I just figured that, hey, um, I would like to be the one to help them. And then also the thing that uh, 
made me want to get into it is because they don't offer anything for children. They have the uh, YMCA, Planet Fitness, you know, Goes Gym, all those places that offer fitness for adults, but there's nothing for children at all. So that was another thing that tugged at my heart and I uh, said, you know what, I want to be the one to help them. And that's how I came to become certified as a youth specialist, fitness okay. specialist. Yes. So, so what makes you want to, because you specifically want to help kids one-on-one, -on -one, why, why do you prefer or why did you choose that versus like doing things in a group setting? Um, because the, when you have children um, that are struggling with their weight, mm -hmm. They feel bad. They may not show it on the outside because they may have to be tough, but on the inside, I know it bothers them because who wants to be overweight? Mm -hmm. And then I just feel as though that they feel bad that they can't be a part of um, the activities that the other kids are doing because they are overweight. So for me... And kids, I mean, kids can be pretty brutal. Yes. They, they, honesty. Yeah. If you want honesty, yes. go get around some kids. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So for me, working one on one, it's just so I can get a chance to get to know them and so they can get to know me and so they can see that I'm really for them mm -hmm. and that I believe in them and that together we can do this. And the reason why I called it Get Fit with Gina is so that when we're working out, they're not you know, doing what I'm telling them to do and I'm watching them because that probably makes them feel uncomfortable too. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing it with them mm -hmm. as well. And I think that kind of helps them as well. And it may make them feel like, well, if she can do it, then, you know, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. So my thing is just to, to, to help them feel comfortable, you know, mm -hmm. um, within themselves and, and just so they can start to believe in themselves as well. And just yeah. knowing that, hey, Coach Gina, she's got my back and I can kind of come out of my shell a little bit. And as time go on and we get to know each other and she's seeing me and we're working out together, the next thing you know, you'll be able to see the difference. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's worked like that with me at school too. I've worked with some children who've been really shy and don't say anything. And it's like, I'm like saying to myself, oh, I got her. Mm -hmm. And it's like now it's like, Miss Free, Miss Free, Miss Free. <laughs> and I'm saying to myself, yeah. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You, and you, just in general, you tend to show people attention or like love that sometimes they may not get that. Um, and or they might not be treated as normal, I guess. Because she used to she used to work at the disability. This is a sidebar, by the way, y'all. <laughs> so she used to work at the disability board. And there was this man that uh I don't know if he was quadriplegic or what, but he couldn't, he was in a wheelchair and I remember used to, used to be dancing with him and he couldn't move anything, but he would be laughing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think those are the people that I tend to uh, gravitate towards. Yes. Yeah. If they have some kind of deformity or there's, um, you know, something wrong with their speech or if they're overweight, it's, it's almost like my heart of compassion. It's just like, okay, I kind of feel what they feel mm -hmm. so I gravitate more towards wanting to help them and want to show them love and mm -hmm. it's just a normal and a natural thing mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. that's cool mother um, so the next thing I wanted to ask is um for for some parents out there what are some misconceptions that you may have noticed with some people about eating more healthy and fit um some of the misconceptions I would say is um <laughs> 
with eating healthy, some people say that eating healthy is nasty, the food is nasty, mm -hmm. or exercise is boring, or um, oh, it's too expensive mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, also, I would say uh, with the parents that some of the misconception or something that they're not aware of is that they play a vital role in their mm -hmm. child's health. Um, because they're the ones that go grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And, yes, you know, they they're in control of what comes in the house. Yes, they are. You know? And so I think a, a lot of people or a lot of parents have to realize that it's also a reflection of them. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm sorry, y'all, but I need y'all to listen to yeah, this. Yeah, it's a reflection of them. And I think a lot of parents... Um, it's almost like, well, if I don't say anything, if I say anything to her, then it's like I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Because People don't like to look right, in the mirror. It's because whatever I'm giving my child, more than likely I'm eating it too. Because mm -hmm. I think if you really love your child and you see that they're struggling with their weight or they have health issues, then even if you do love those things that's not so good, um, there are going to be boundaries set, meaning that Okay, I love those things, and I know you love those things too. But what we we have to get your weight in check. So how about instead of us eating tater chips and all of that stuff, I'm not gonna bring it in the house. Okay, I'm not gonna buy chips. tater <laughs> tater chips. I'm not I'm not gonna buy it at all. Or let's just say okay, chips and cookies, popcorn, hamburgers, hot dogs, those things. Let's just reserve the weekend, mm -hmm. maybe Saturday. You know, and let's have those, you know what, we can eat it all day long. But Monday, mm -hmm. well, you have to start slow. Mm -hmm. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. You can't just cut it out. You know, you got to give them something to look forward to, something mm -hmm. to kind of keep them motivated. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, this is for my health. I'm going to do this Monday through Friday. I'm going to eat my vegetables, my fruits, and corporate fruits and all that stuff, my baked chicken. You can have turkey, you can have ham, as long as your meat is nice and lean, um, chicken, fish, and all that good stuff. And then on the weekend, you know what? I'll take you to McDonald's or I'll take you to Bojangles and get some fried chicken or whatever. But during the week, just make sure that you, you are um, watching what you bring in the house. Mm -hmm. um, if they love chips, like I said, I'll go back to that. Then instead of you buying a whole bag of chips, just buy a small bag of chips. You know, once they eat it, it's gone, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, because even though as their coach, I'm their biggest cheerleader, but their parents should also. Be, should be even bigger of a cheerleader than you. Yeah. Because yes. they're not your kids. They're their kids. Right. So right. it's kind of like, to me, it sounds like every like everybody needs to be on on, a, on team, whatever the child's team mm -hmm. Little, uh, little JJ or whatever the kid's name is, everybody need to be on his team. And to be on his team, everybody got to be on one page. Right. Yeah. And if it's six people in the house, I'm sorry, but everybody. Yeah. Everybody needs to be on board with helping your daughter or your son. Okay, we're not going to have chips or anything, so please mm -hmm. don't bring it in the house mm -hmm. because we want to help her. Because ultimately, it affects your health. Yeah, and maybe it might be good to like make it about the family getting healthier. Little J, little JJ might be uh, 
the one going to get to be trained by Coach Gina, but the whole but make it more about the whole house so that way that kid might not feel so insecure, you know, or feel like, oh, all the attention is on me because I'm the fat one or I'm the whatever one. Mm -hmm. So and they'll be able to feel the love, you know, that my family does love me, you know, that I'm not out here by myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Amen. All right. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Okay. So you think the biggest thing that people are unaware of is, uh, is, um, about the parents and the family playing a big role mm -hmm. into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds pretty good. All right. The next thing I wanted to ask you is what are, uh, Oh Lord, did I say that already? Mm, that sounds like the same thing. Yeah, that might be the same thing. Okay, so the next question is, uh, what keeps you motivated to stay active um, when doing the opposite is easier and even encouraged sometimes? For me, to be honest, I don't like going to the doctor. Mm -hmm. I mean, I go because I have to, um, but I don't want to spend every month going to the doctor mm -hmm. if I'm diagnosed or whatever, whatever. And even mm -hmm. if I were to be diagnosed or whatever, then at least I know that by me eating healthy and strong, I meant by me eating healthy, mm -hmm. then that my recovery time will be short. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love the way I feel, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I love exercising. Um, to me, I tell uh, people on my job, just find something that you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. That's it. You don't have to do squats and, you know, burpees and all of that stuff. But if you enjoy walking, me, I started walking. So, I mean, I do a little bit of everything now, but I enjoy walking. It's simple. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes nothing for you to walk. Mm -hmm. You can walk by yourself, which I probably walked by myself probably. Most of the time. Most of the time. Um, but for me, that's my time to meditate. If I'm feeling bad, you know, if I need to cry, I can do it. If I want to pray to God, oh, I definitely do that. Um, or, you know, just to enjoy being outside with nature. That's my thing. But I walk with people too. And there's nothing wrong with that because man, when you're walking with someone, you're talking, you're having a great conversation, you're laughing, laughing and having a good time before you know it, you've walked three miles, you mm -hmm. walked a, a whole hour. So whether you enjoy working, walking with someone or by yourself, it doesn't matter. Just just move. Um, if you like jumping rope, just do that. Basketball, volleyball, kickball. Oh, I'm going over. <laughs> okay. I was about to get into it, y'all. Okay. <laughs> Reel me back in, Imani. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Fine, though, but okay. I, but I just wanted to know, like, what what encourages? I mean, I, well, for you, that's that's more that comes a little more natural for you. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about why, though, because there's a reason why you're so you have such motivation for something that's um, so not easy. Because you know how it's cheaper. It's so much cheaper to eat um, unhealthy foods. The healthier foods typically fr buying fresh. Um, produce is is more expensive than buying a box of ramen noodles or it's uh or almond milk is or coconut milk is more expensive than regular milk or uh cow's milk or um it's easier to to scroll on your phone or you know mm -hmm. or sit in front of the tv than it is for you to go out walking and so um and 
you ain't say this, but I'm I'm say it. But I think I think one of the reasons why um you have more motivation is because I think it's because of um like things you've seen with people in our family and like the effects of that. Mm-hmm. And um uh PB, if you're watching this, hello. He he um you haven't been doing it as much recently, but he her her husband that's my stepdad. Hello. Um, he would talk about she loves what's it um she he said that she loves to what watch shows with fat people and kids she would watch obsessively not obsessively but she would watch my 600 pound life a lot and it was depressing to me but she was like it keeps me motivated because I don't want to you know be like that but but like you know we've had a lot of people in our family who've had you know uh high blood pressure what do you call it's called hypertension uh, diabetes, strokes, yeah, high cholesterol. They yes. gotta take a bunch of medicine yes. and pills and things like that. It's hard for them to breathe. They have breathing problems, and you oh, know that's where you wanted me to go with that. Well, I didn't want you, but I wanted to oh, okay. ask you. Well, not well, not ask you about it, but mention that because I think um, I don't think that motivation just comes out of thin air. I think that's a part of what yeah. pushes you in that direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you've always said you do not want to be on medicine cause you would see, I've seen we, a lot. Yeah. You, she's seen a lot. I've um, seen, I've seen a lot. Uh, my mom, she passed away, what, eight years ago and she had hypertension and as a result, you know, she had kidney failure and she was in the hospital and then other complications from that and she mm-hmm. passed away. Um, I had a cousin that passed away. Teresa's been gone, what, almost? almost two years and I think she was in her 40s 45 46 and she had hypertension and she was a diabetic and complications from that she passed away Um, I have other family members Mm -hmm. that have it and so I see that I've seen the effects of it my grandmother uh, my grandfather, I think it's just in everybody's family, to be honest. But seeing that and seeing all the suffering, um, just kind of, yeah, that keeps me motivated. And what I've learned that some people think and they say, well, my mama had it, so I'm going to get it. Or that's why yeah, I they have think it. it's like strictly genetic, but it's, but really, it's not. really not. You, you know, if you have high blood pressure, your mom had it. It's not because your mom had it. It's because you eat what your mom. Yeah, you you, you know, have the same or similar habits as that, your right. as her or them right. or whoever. And um, dang it, I keep losing my train of thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's what it is. You know, you're used to eating what they fed you, so you know they love the fried chicken four times a week. So you eat the fried chicken mm-hmm. four times a week. You, you eat love the sweet canned potato pie. Yeah, don't the whole bag bars. of sugar and Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you're following how you were brought up and what you ate, and so I realized no, that's that's not the life for me. No. no. No, no. I think we may have the gene, but yeah, we that's what pull I was the say. trigger. Yeah, that's what it is. We're more susceptible. Eating. If a lot of people in your family before you have yeah. had something, you're more susceptible to it. Like you might, it might be easier for you to um, get it, but mm-hmm. you pull the trigger. The trigger don't pull itself. Right. Basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Pulling the trigger. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then, 
you know, I have two daughters. Imani is 26 and Dear is 29. And I, you know, I want to be around for my grandkids. But according to them, that's not happening anytime soon. So I want to make sure that I'm healthy and strong to be able to run around with my grands whenever. Just <laughs> whenever that happens. Yeah, whenever that we happens. We got to get husbands and, and financially in order. Amen okay. first. Well, amen. Amen. Yes. Praise the good Lord. Yes, All right. Yes. yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. And y'all, just a little bit of a sidebar, but my mom has probably the most energy. And she don't, I don't know anybody else her, her age that has as much energy. She just be dancing around and jumping around and just, you just have all the energy. I'm, it's, and I, and I'm sure that's, that's very helpful running around with kindergartners. Oh, they yeah. just, they love you because you oh, have yeah. all the energy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. here for it. I love kids. I'm here for it. So you mentioned this already, um, but I wanted to ask you, I guess a little more specifically about this. What would you say to people who say that eating healthy is too expensive? Um, it's a bunch of crap. I mean, you know, frozen is better than canned. Um, Wait, you said it's about your what? I said frozen food. No, I'm talking before that. You said it's something. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, that's okay. You can go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can go ahead. Don't uh, worry about uh, it. You can go ahead. <laughs> you can go ahead. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, oh, I know what I said. That's just foolish, a foolish mm-hmm. answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it comes to health, me again, I'm going to buy something expensive. I'm going to buy frozen vegetables as opposed to canned vegetables because canned vegetable is been sitting on the shelf. It's full of preservatives, sodium, and all of that stuff. I'm going to go with the fresh or the frozen vegetables, Mm -hmm. which still has all the nutrients and all of that stuff that my body needs. Um, So it doesn't matter. I'd rather spend a little extra on my health than to go to the doctor Mm -hmm. every month, like I said, twice a month, or paying for medication every month mm-hmm. you know that gets expensive you yes guys. it does so i'd rather do the hard per- part first so i can reap the benefits later mm-hmm. yeah okay yes. yeah um i uh i we me and stefan have talked about this a few times but if you don't pay for it on the front end, you're gonna pay for it on the back end that's yeah. for sure whether it's do- a hospital visit y'all the hospital is so expensive oh my god if you talk about expensive talk about going to the hospital and then like she said medications and doctor visits and all that stuff or uh or even if it's not paying monetarily but paying it how you feel um not doing well always concerned about you being sick or you know you just it's not it it's not giving it's not giving what it's supposed to give and um and i Another, just another thing about speaking about money and, and correlation to food, it's like you, it's not, you put your money where you're, where you're, what you value. So you can't talk about food is expensive, but your car payment is $500 a month. Like how, how is food too, how is taking care of your body and yourself too expensive, but your car wasn't? Right. Or, or your shoes weren't. Exactly. Or, or your hair wasn't. Or your nails weren't. I was going there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? 
yeah. your nails, the outfit, you know, the name brand, yeah. you know, purse, outfit, sneakers. You're going to spend $200 on sneakers. But, you know, so on. it's like if you're going if you gonna to do that, that's cool. That's your business. But don't complain about something being too expensive. And that goes for anything, not just food. Like, you're spending that money somewhere. So it's like you you didn't need that car. You could have got a cheaper car that ran just fine to for what your needs were. So don't I'm you know. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. You know. <laughs> you want to live a long fruitful life and you know, I don't want to just live. I want to live the full number of days that God has assigned mm. for me, but I want to be healthy and happy. I want to be thriving and not just living or just surviving just here you know um so yeah I, healthy is it for me mm -hmm. you know like someone said well what size do you want to wear how much do you want to healthy <laughs> healthy mm -hmm. because to me it really it does and it doesn't matter about size because i know someone who is a wear 125 pounds tiny, mm -hmm. but has high blood pressure, mm -hmm. you know, because it's hereditary or genetics, but you know, in your family, they're not naturally big people. So you may not be able to see it on the outside, mm -hmm. but on the inside, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then to the flip side, on the flip side of that, I know someone who is kind of overweight, doesn't have any, uh, no high blood pressure, no hypertension, well, that's the same thing. No, she doesn't have diabetes, no heart disease or anything. She's overweight, but guess what? She, you know, she can't walk but so far mm -hmm. because before she's winded mm -hmm. or, you know, she has problems with the knees mm -hmm. or, you know. Wait, we'll do something with your knees. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something. And mm -hmm. so, you know, just to get off some of that weight, man, you would feel. Literally lighter. Much yeah. lighter. Your yeah. knee will feel lighter too. Yeah, yeah. And just like the foods that we're eating is killing us, but don't you know that food also can heal our bodies, you know? Um, I'm gonna let you talk a little more about that because you know about all that good stuff. Oh. <laughs> Health guru. What, when you when you said, um, I forgot what exactly you said, but it made me think about, um, uh, I've mentioned this before. Check out the Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson. That's my uncle in my head. But um, he he talks about how people think because of you know modern technology, people are living longer. But he says really they're dying longer. Oh yeah. Ooh. They're dying. Dying longer. longer. Meaning that they're suffering. Like it's extended. The medicine yeah. is keeping is. They're dying. Their body is deteriorating, but it's deteriorating longer because of the medicine. You get what I'm saying? Is it because of the side effects you're saying? No, like, because you know how, how, like, people will go to the doctor to get a prescription so that way it can um, help, it can get rid of the symptom but not the actual problem? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, um, um, kind of like, what is it, a few months ago, y'all, I was, I, I was broke, broke, and, uh, <laughs> I kept putting air in my tire, but there was a nail in it. Okay. So my tire was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fixing the symptom was, was I had no air in my tire. I literally, and then it got so bad to the point where 
I put air in my tire and probably about an hour later was flat again. It's like, I can't do it. No more. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. And then it eventually got to where the tire had wires coming out of it. Oh, it's, <laughs> you know, so, you know, that's just an analogy for people and their bodies. You got the, the air compressor thing. You think that's, that's the medication. You think, oh, I'm good. I'm rolling. We back on the road again. <laughs> we back on the road again. I'm going to go pick up my friends. We good. You know? You know, so. But, yeah. So, that. I just wanted to throw that in there. Because it reminded me of, some, of when he said that. Um, and I was like, ooh. So, um, and then the last thing I wanted to ask you was, um, could you give some advice for somebody that's around my age, 26, um, who are struggling with, like, Maybe their health or um, maybe they feel a little self-conscious about how they look physically or, you know, how they may feel and things like that. Um, I probably would tell them to to still love themselves, mm-hmm. you know, right where they are um, and be patient with themselves. Mm-hmm. And if they need help, if they realize they can't do it on their own, seek out friends. Hopefully they have some good, really good friends um, that will support them and say, hey, anytime you want to go walking or if you need accountability partner, I think that's very important um, to kind of help them on their journey to losing weight. Um, But I would say, um, I think the most important thing is just uh, taking that step towards whatever it is that you need to do. If you feel like you need to lose weight, um, don't beat yourself up. Just take a step, whether it's you starting to walk every day or finding a gym or finding someone that can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say don't beat yourself up because mm-hmm. it, it you didn't become that way overnight. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take it's going to take a while, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if you start to work out or, you know, trying to eat healthy, um, and if you don't see any changes right away, keep going. Mm-hmm. Don't let that discourage you mm-hmm. because our weight fluctuates and stuff. And just the mere fact that you're taking a step toward it is a big deal. It's a big deal mm-hmm. and you'll get there. But I think having an accountability partner is so important. Um, I have it. You and your sister. Oh my God, y'all. Oh, my mama think we'd be beating up oh, on her sometimes. Oh my God, y'all <laughs> just don't know about my oldest and this one here. Oh, but they keep me straight, and I love that. I also have accountability partner uh, when it comes to fitness. You know, I have a friend of mine called me and say, "Well, hey, how are you doing on your journey? You know, what are you doing this week?" I, they're so important, you know, because um, they want to see you too you know, be the best that you can or, you know, to feel better about yourself or to lose weight or um, my kids want to see me succeed. And, and, and I appreciate that. Sometimes I think they're a little too hard, but then I under, I understand it, you know? And so I do appreciate that. And I, my other friend who's my accountability partner, you know, she's lost X amount of weight. So, you know, she, she understands. So, it, it's just great having those kind of people around. So I would tell you, still enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Be patient with yourself. Still love on yourself. Um, and, and just so you can feel good about yourself. And, and you want to enjoy the journey of getting there, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. one of my pillars. Hello? Yeah, enjoy the journey. 
you know, just you taking a step is just great. It's just great. And if you say, well, hey, you know, I'm not going to eat any sweets all this week or I'm not going to eat any fried foods this week. But if you do, don't beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. Just start all over the next day. Mm -hmm. And then something real quick I want to add to that is, uh, well, I kind of talked about this in the, it was a few episodes ago. I was talking about the movie Flight. Just talking about at any point you can turn it around. Like you can make a decision that'll help you in a direction, even if you don't, you won't immediately see um, a result or like kind of like how you were saying, you might not be able to see anything, but just keep going. You're fine. As long as you just start somewhere, do something small, then I think you should be very proud of yourself because you are doing what the majority of people um, cannot, well, not cannot, but will not do actually. So. That's good, mother. Yeah, celebrate the small victories, mm-hmm. small. High five. Because they grow and they become bigger and bigger. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and watching. I'm going to put um, some of her information on the screen and in the description of it. And um, I'm losing my train of thought again. Again. <laughs> But thank y'all for uh, listening and watching. Um, make sure you leave a comment, review, um, review the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you're listening. Uh, leave a comment on YouTube, like it, share the episode if you thought it was helpful. Thank you. Um, if you're interested in having your child have some one-on-one coaching, contact Regina D. Free at gmail.com. Or you can look me up on Facebook. Or you can even call me. Yeah, we'll leave all that information for yes. you. Thank y'all. See you. Bye. Peace.